I felt like I was gonna burn in hell. If you were walking into a furnace, would you take your children with you? Crazy psychopath. And Warren thinks he's God, and they think he's God. Warren Jeffs, however, is a pedophile. The jury in Texas found polygamous leader Warren Jeffs guilty of child sex assault. Warren will be the prophet until the day he dies. They would say, we can't go to sleep without listening to Dunk Warren. Somebody is helping these children run away. You're convinced they're in hiding. I think they're being hidden. The compound is on the other side of that hill right there. He sent out a revelation asking all the loyal followers to get their children back. How could a religion exist where the belief is that children will have to die and go to heaven within five years. If the law officials doesn't stop Warren, thousands will die. I didn't want to fight against an entire religion, but if that's what I have to do to find my missing son, I will. I checked on him at midnight. And my daughter was awake, and I thought, that's odd. I'll just sleep with one ear open. It was a wintry morning this past February when Lorraine Jessup realized her three kids had vanished. At five in the morning, I awoke to a cold house because the front door was wide open and the kids were gone. It was horrifying. It was cold outside. They didn't take any of their things with them besides what they had on. It's really scary when you don't know where your children are. I immediately called the police and said, my kids have disappeared. Do you have a sense of what happened? I do. I feel like that either someone took it upon themselves or were told by church authorities to gather up these children. Lorraine Jessup is one of four mothers whose children, as young as 12, have disappeared from remote towns dotting the Rocky Mountains. My name is Lorraine Jessup. I haven't seen my kids since February 4th of 2023. My name is Sarah Johnson. My son Salome has been missing since March of 2021. My name is Miranda Johnson and I haven't seen or heard from my son since October 29th, 2022. My name is Elizabeth Roundy. I have not seen my daughter, Elintra, since January 1st, 2023. Law enforcement says they're all runaways. But these mothers are convinced it's not that simple and are sounding the alarm. Who is to say that they are safe? The women are united by a painful bond that goes beyond their missing children and ties directly back to their former religion. They were all members of the Fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the FLDS. 
known for their bouffant hairdos, prairie dresses, large families with multiple sister wives, but most of all, polygamy. So the FLDS exists because the LDS church abandoned polygamy 120 years ago because it was against the law. In the FLDS, they must practice plural marriage in order to get to heaven. And they believe that their leader or their prophet hears directly from God. This breakaway offshoot of Mormonism, led by now imprisoned, convicted pedophile, Warren Jeffs. The nationwide manhunt for a polygamist who became one of the FBI's 10 most wanted has ended. Guilty of two counts of felony sexual assault against two girls. One 12, the other gave birth to his child when she was 15. The jury in Texas found polygamist leader Warren Jeffs guilty of child sex assault. Crazy psychopath. And Warren thinks he's God, and they think he's God. It would be impossible for him to make a mistake. That's on the level of Jesus. Warren Jeffs, however, is a pedophile. He had 80 approximately wives, many, many of them underage girls. The mothers placing the blame directly at the foot of their former church, whose leader was convicted of pedophilia and of marrying off child brides. Deep in rural Texas tonight, police have escorted more than 200 women and children out of a polygamous compound. Those boys were crying, crying, because they wanted to be with their mother. The raid on Warren Jeff's sprawling FLDS compound in Texas called the Yearning for Zion Ranch, shining a spotlight on the secretive religion and scattering its members to the wind. The Texas officials have removed most of the women and children to investigate physical abuse. The whole church was based on fear. They control people by fear. One of the downfalls that they teach is to keep sweet, and that means to do whatever they tell you to do at all costs, or there will be dire consequences. All four mothers leaving that life behind. But now they believe their kids have actually run back to the church they fought so hard to escape. I did not expect her to run away at all. You're convinced they're in hiding? I think they're being hidden. If there's anything that the FLDS is good at, it's hiding people. It's my belief that all of the FLDS children that are missing at the present time are all connected. There is a pattern that's very similar to what I've seen in the past, and it's an alarming pattern. Those who study the church, say the prophet, Warren Jeffs, even after more than 15 years behind bars, still runs the FLDS with an iron fist. Warren will be the prophet until the day he dies or he goes totally insane and he's put in a rubber room somewhere. Send this message everywhere you can among the priesthood people. They will see that I voice these words myself. Warren's followers believe whatever Warren says. He's got them so indoctrinated. And as they continue in the fervency of faith and devotion unto me, they shall feel the shield of protection burn brighter within them each day. And I shall lift them up above the power of the adversary. Roger Houle has filed multiple lawsuits against Warren Jeffs and has questioned him repeatedly behind bars. He's a very soft-spoken man, speaks in sort of a monotone. He strikes me as not being charismatic, as being quite average. 
but he is beloved by his people. These mothers fear they're working against the clock because Jeffs himself has issued a series of frightening prophecies calling for his disciples to die so that they can be resurrected in heaven. And that's our concern. How in the United States of America could a religion exist where the belief is that children will have to die and go to heaven within five years? They will do anything he tells them to do. And that's the scary part of what's happening right now, is if he told the people to commit suicide, they would do it. Jeff's also calling for all children of former FLDS members to come back into the fold. I think those recent revelations have everything to do with the disappearance of these children. I'm very worried for them. And do you feel like there's a sense of peril? Yes, I, I do. I have no idea if he's alive. But I hope to God he is. Are you scared for her? Yes. I'm very scared for her. A year ago, I knew of one child missing. Now there's eight. Lorraine Jessup left the FLDS in 2020. And ever since, she says she's been trying to undo a lifetime of dangerous indoctrination and oppressive rules. My parents were very strict, so I grew up very submissive. How important is obedience in, in FLDS? It's the first law of heaven. We'll put it that way. What was the most out of hand you got? Oh, man. I threw a snowball at somebody once when I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> That's quite a sin. She was 18 when Warren Jeffs betrothed her to a man 14 years older. He already had a wife. Eventually, she was one of four wives with 19 children among them. The church is famous for casting people out and splitting up families. With no explanation, in 2012, Lorraine says her husband was banished from the religion, suddenly ripped from his family. He said, I am not to have contact with my family. You are not my family anymore. And how did you take that? What was your reaction? Well, all of my life I've been taught that no matter what happens, just smile and carry on. Keep sweet, no matter what, keep a smile on your face. I tried to shut it all out. I didn't even cry for two years. When Lorraine was 32, she too was banished for something she had done years earlier. It was because I had been seen by a male doctor at a time when I had hemorrhaged. A woman cannot see a male doctor. If she does, she's been defiled and can no longer be a member of the church. Was that a miscarriage? Yes. When she permanently broke with the FLDS, they labeled her what they call an apostate, the scarlet letter of the FLDS community. I was so depressed. We were taught that an apostate is the very worst kind of pe person on the earth. What did you say to your children? I told them that I had sinned and that I had to go live somewhere else and that it was best for them to stay with the priesthood. When she embarked on a new life, she says she entrusted all six of her children to her sister wife. It's the hardest thing and the stupidest thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> but to me, it was the only option. It was the only choice. <laughs> I felt like 
I was going to burn in hell. Imagine if you were walking into a furnace, would you take your children with you? If, if that's where you knew you were going? Like in my mind, I knew that's where I was going. It's a feeling shared by so many men and women, like Lorraine. When they leave the church behind, they feel they have no choice but to leave their children behind as well. They can be assigned to a different father, they can be assigned to a different mother or a caretaker. And when you treat children as property, bad things can happen. And getting them back can be excruciating. I'd rather die than go with you. We don't need you. When you have a child, the child is not considered yours, it's considered the church's. Tanya Toole runs a nonprofit that helps FLDS members who are leaving the sect. The women don't have much value in the church, right? Their, their purpose is to be a wife and to bear as many children as they can so they can populate the next planet that the husband gets after this life. Leaving the church is fraught with fear. It's like jumping off of a cliff and not knowing if your parachute's going to open, if you even have one on. <laughs> Just knowing that Taking that jump is better than staying where you're standing. But when Sarah Johnson finally jumped, she says her husband refused to let her take one of her four children with her. I was standing in the street in front of the house when he told me, and I, I just crumbled to the, to the pavement. She found herself embroiled in a hard-fought custody battle. But on the day her son, Salome, was supposed to be turned over to her, he ran away. The police officer that was standing there with us got a call saying that he's not coming because his father reported that he had run away. These children are so sheltered, experts say it's as if they live in an alternate reality. I had a kid that came out and they thought Warren Jeffs was the president of the United States. Like, they just keep them so closed off that they don't know anything beyond what their community teaches. He either has Zoom calls or people that go and visit him to get the revelations. The Lord God of heaven came to my prison cell two days ago to test. Because Warren Jeffs claims his prophecies come directly from God, FLDS members are expected to obey. So we would go to these eight-hour-long meetings, and they would read revelations from Warren Jeffs. And in those revelations, it was spelled out, Thus saith the Lord, do not eat this certain kind of food, wear this certain kind of clothing. And you never questioned any of these revelations? Oh, no. Warren was God to us. Members writing love poems to him behind bars. This one from an 11-year-old girl. Hello, this is a call at no expense to you from an inmate at Washington County Purgatory Correctional Facility. And you'll destroy the recording. Okay. 
after the presiding elder hears it. Okay. When Warren Jeffs went to prison, if he couldn't have good food, his people couldn't have good food. At some point, they said no toys, you can't read magazines, you can't have cell phones, you can't listen to secular music. My kids, when they were young, I helped them take all their stuff out and throw it in the dumpster. Anything that couldn't be useful. We got rid of the trampoline when we were told to, because it said right in the revelations, get rid of your trampolines. We should wear pastel dresses, that they should have a shirt collar, and be front closing. He was like, if I can't have marital relationships, no one else can. So they asked for all the marriages in the FLDS to be annulled. Warren Jeff's prison directive banning sex meant most devout families stopped having children for a decade, according to multiple former members of the FLDS. Who's your favorite team? Broncos. Who's the best players on Broncos? Marinda Johnson left the FLDS with her kids in tow. But she says her children couldn't escape their prophet's grip. During the night, they would listen to Warren Jeff's teachings. Like a couple times I had to take their phones away, and they would say, we need our phones, we can't go to sleep without listening to Uncle Warren. All men who become heirs of God and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. I'm looking at the revelation that Warren sent out according to the heavenly calendar that will exist in New Jerusalem. Sam Brower is a private investigator who's been hired by some of these mothers. He's reading from a recent prophecy from Warren Jeffs, passed down to followers by Warren's mother, Marilyn, and his 29-year-old son, Helaman. And he sent out a revelation asking all the loyal followers to get their children back, to find their apostate spouses and bring the children back into the fold. And that they're gonna be doing that as what they describe as translated beings. Because translated people must die. What does it mean? Whatever Warren Jeffs means by it, I don't wanna wait and find out and see. If Warren Jeffs were to command people to be translated, in other words, die so that they could go to heaven, uh, the faithful FLDS may well do that. It's not unrealistic to believe his followers would follow him down the road of a mass suicide event. That's our concern, is that something could happen along the lines of a heaven's gate. The mass suicide in California, 21 women, 18 men. Or a Jonestown. Jim Jones, the leader of an American religious cult and his followers have been found dead at their jungle camp in Guyana, the result of a mass suicide murder and involve these children and other members of the group. And, you know, I hope I'm wrong. I really do. But that is what is written in the revelations. Take one, Mark. Which is why these mothers are terrified. And so you think some of those followers would be prepared to lay down their lives for their beliefs? Oh, yes. I, I think that I was prepared to lay down my life. And they would lay down the lives of children? Oh, yes. If you're dangling a carrot in front of some kid's nose saying, you're going to go to heaven and you're going to go to hell if you stay with your mother, then they're going to want to do the right thing. These prophecies are already on law enforcement's radar. According to court documents, one FLDS member allegedly followed those directives, something he denied. 
Warren Jeffs' nephew, Heber Jeffs, was charged recently with kidnapping his 10-year-old niece, whose parents had left the FLDS. He says he raised the girl since she was young and pleaded guilty to a lesser charge of custodial interference. The 10-year-old has since been reunited with her parents. After two years on the outside, Lorraine conquered her fears and decided to try to get her children back. But actually getting them back would be the fight of her life. They've been taught that I am an apostate and that I should be treated severely and that they should have nothing to do with an apostate. Even if they love their mother. They're being asked to set aside their love for their mother. Three of her kids are now adults who chose to stay in the FLDS, but she went to pick up her three youngest from her sister wife, Laura. She said, the children don't want to see you. And I said, well, I need to see them because I'm hearing some things that are making me very concerned. Is it okay if we come in? Sheriff's deputies were on site to keep the peace. That's Lorraine on the left in the black jacket and navy hat, at first warmly greeted by her sister wife's daughter in the home they once shared. But it quickly turns into an emotional tug of war, as seen in this body camera video obtained from the Iron County Sheriff's Department. This footage offering rare insight into an FLDS home. The women seen wearing prairie dresses, weeping as Lorraine packed up her children's belongings. A kitchen big enough to feed a dozen or more, and hanging on the walls and sitting on the shelves, pictures of Warren Jeffs. Lorraine's kids seemingly distraught at the idea of living with their own mother. I can say in the last month, my love for you has been going, going down so much. It's almost turned to hate. Try not to let up, but it's turning that way. Really Reasoning with one of her daughters. Trying to convince her youngest, just 11 years old at the time, who's clinging to the only life he's ever known. And one of Lorraine's adult children questioning his own mother's motives. Yeah, the law may be what it is, but I feel like she's trying to drag him into a, a lot worse situation than her. You might, right? You might perceive that because you don't know, you don't know what her intentions are, right? I do know what her intentions are. You do? I do. She's my mother. Okay. She bore me, and I know what she is. Okay. I once loved her quite a bit. Right. Let's be gone, okay, Benjamin? No, I want them. 
After an hour of pleading, Lorraine physically putting her youngest into the car. Sit tight right here while I go get your things. And in the midst of the drama, one of her older sons asking police about the disgraced leader, Warren Jeffs. You know why our prophet's in prison? I don't know a whole lot about it. Oh, I know this, and he's not. There's no legal proof, but he is. Of course, there's no legal proof against him. Okay. But the FLDS members, Lorraine's sister wives and their children, performing one final defiant prayer. The prayer seems to allude to Warren Jeff's recent chilling prophecies. You know that Heavenly Father knows the world don't have much longer. While the moms were able to get their kids physically out of the FLDS, they often remained emotionally loyal. Some engaged in so-called annoy and destroy tactics. They would physically do things to hurt me. They would talk bad to me. They got their kicks out of calling me Bessie the cow. And they said worse things than that to me at times. They still won't call me mom or mother. My daughter dumped hot water on me. Elizabeth Roundy's daughter ran away on New Year's morning, stealing her car and abandoning it at a gas station, according to police records. She says she believes her daughter followed Warren Jeff's directives. I did not expect her to run away at all. I got a phone call at about 8.20, 8.22 or something the next morning, and it was her father calling me and said, I just want you to know Elantra's okay. And I'm like, Elantra's okay? What are you talking about? Just had to let you know that she is safe and you don't need to worry about it, she said. Elizabeth provided what she says is an audio recording of her conversation with Alintra's father the morning of her disappearance. He can be heard saying their missing daughter is, quote, home. She said she left you a note to explain everything. She needs to come home, Nephi. Well, she is home. <laughs> well, as soon as we hung up, I called the police. But when police arrived at the father's home, Alintra was not there. This is the letter that my daughter left. I have decided to go with father. It's a decision I have thought over for a long time, and it was not easy to make up my mind. Thank you for bringing me into this world, but I should be able to choose right and wrong on my own. Please make sure the cats get the care they need and keep an eye on Charlie and Nova. Sincerely, Elantra D. Fisher. It's my belief that the FLDS told Elantra exactly what to do and how to do it to run away. I am positive the FLDS are hiding Elantra. Elantra's father told ABC News he did not assist her in running away and that he doesn't know where she is now. 
As for Lorraine, her three youngest were finally home, but not for long. The second day I had him, they hitchhiked a ride with a stranger back to the place that I had got them from. Her children running right back to sister-wife Laura's home. According to police records obtained by ABC News, Lorraine's children attempted to run away three times. What's going on, guys? We, we've disowned her. Okay. Well, we're not going with her, but we're running right back away the second we get there. I took the opportunity to go through their things, and I found walkie-talkies, bandages, and gauze. There were the six knives that the police had confiscated from them. Somebody was helping these children run away. Legal experts see a pattern here. Similar items have been found on children of other former FLDS members who've disappeared. We've discovered little pockets sewn into the FLDS undergarments where they would keep phones or money or whatever they would need. On Lorraine's kids' fourth attempt to run away, they were successful. I'm convinced that they know where my children are. After suing FLDS members for decades, getting to know their ins and outs, Roger Houle is now representing some of the moms. The biggest challenge in finding the kids, in my opinion, is the fact that the FLDS are masters at hiding children. They've done that for years. They're masters of circumventing the law. They believe that the outside influence of law enforcement and government are actually of Satan. After they ran away, police could no longer find Lorraine's kids, not even at the sister-wife Laura's home. They were not located, so she's no longer the suspect in that. ABC News reached out to Lorraine Jessup's former sister-wife, Laura Jessup. She declined to comment. Does the Cedar City Police Department suspect that the FLDS or members of the FLDS are harboring and hiding the children of Lorraine Jessup? That's something that I can't answer. Law enforcement is leery of these cases. I think there is a stigma attached to investigating or intruding upon freedom of religion. Marinda Johnson says her kids ran away from her more than a dozen times before disappearing for good. This is Denver. Like the other mothers, Marinda says she suspects her sons had help. After they coordinate the runaway, all the enablers have to do is deny they know where our children are, and they are off the hook. The moms were born and raised in this religion. They know what, what kind of power the church has, and so they naturally b believe that the church is, is facilitating these missing children. The pattern of the disappearances, the runaways, helps you connect the dots. Given the circumstances of the past, given the fact that these are young people that are very susceptible to persuasion, to coercion, I'm saying there's a problem here. Chris Burbank is a former Salt Lake City police chief. He believes the kids could be hidden in a complex network of homes and communities. Runaways are not runaways for very long unless they have significant intent. These aren't runaways. The FLDS community has, for lack of a better term, compounds or areas under their control in different parts of 
the United States. If an outside agency wanted to question somebody, they would move them from one community to another community, especially the children. Warren Jeff's own brother, Wallace, says he knows how the system works from the inside. A house of hiding is a house that Warren has one of his cronies go buy or rent that is in a very remote location to hide kids. He puts them in these houses, blocks the windows, doesn't let the kids come out. They live in this house to keep them hidden from their parents. Wallace Kenton is Warren Jeffs' half-brother. They share a father, Rulon Jeffs, the previous prophet. When Rulon died in 2002, he was believed to have more than 60 wives. I was 31st child of my father. My relationship with Warren was always strained. He cared only about himself. Wallace officially cut ties with the church in 2011, and he claims his own 20 children from two different wives had been hidden from him. The last time I spoke to Warren was when he was in prison in Texas. I called him to find out where my children were. What did he say when you asked him that? He just hung up on me, didn't say a word. He even filed a lawsuit against his brother detailing these allegations. I was away from my kids for almost two years, and we were able to locate some of the houses of hiding. I don't know where they all are, but I knew where some of them were. They were scattered anywhere from Colorado to Idaho, New Mexico, Canada. Wallace managed to get all of his underage kids back, but he believes the same system is being used for the missing children of the four mothers. They're being hidden from their parents intentionally. They are being held. I say it's against their will, but the children probably won't say that because they want to stay loyal to Warren. Some of Wallace's children still remain in the FLDS. He says the stakes could not be higher and believes the latest prophecies have changed everything. This is anything but sensationalized. It's not a matter of if. I want to make this very clear. If the law officials, FBI, whoever, doesn't stop Warren, thousands will die. And these are some of my friends and family. Since Warren Jeff's conviction in 2011, the FLDS is a shadow of its former self. Its membership depleted. Though many followers are still in Utah, some have scattered across the country. Experts believe there are still thousands of members left, down from its high point 20 years ago. This is reminiscent of those places where they go to hide and be off-grid. Private investigator Sam Brower is taking us to what local law enforcement says is an FLDS compound. It's a desolate area of southern Utah among the epic Red Mountains. Though he has his suspicions, short of a warrant, it's impossible to know whether any of the missing children are there. It's, it's prudent to check there for these missing children because that's the type of place that they would be hidden out. You know, this is out in the middle of nowhere. 
Sam has been a consultant for federal and local law enforcement on their investigations into the FLDS. Yeah, the compound is on the other side of that hill right there. I'm at high enough altitude that they can't hear or see the drone. I'm like a surveillance camera. And how do you know that's the FLDS compound? Because I found it years ago and watched it being built. And it's just grown bigger and bigger and more complex. Uh, more people, more buildings, tons of cars. What I'm looking at right now is like an underground area. I 100% believe that these missing children are being helped out by members of the FLDS. They're being hidden. These four mothers have forged a sisterhood of pain, and with these dark prophecies, their search has grown even more urgent. I do believe that there are strength in numbers, though, and I, I've gotten a lot of courage from them. They're left with bittersweet mementos. Marinda remembers the day her son surprised her with flowers. And so if your kids were sitting here right now, what would you say to them? Well, first, I would get up and I would give them a great big hug, and then I would probably... Why'd you do that to me? <laughs> That's not Spoken funny. like a true mom of teenage boys. <laughs> Elintra, I love you so much, and I'm worried about your safety. Please come home. I'm always going to love you, and there's so much that I want to teach you. <laughs> Together, they share the courage of their convictions, driven by a mother's love. True love is unconditional. I love you regardless of what you wear, what you believe. God gave you to me as children. I love you with a mother's love that's stronger than anything you can imagine. <laughs>